You're listening to A Strange Arrangement. Welcome back to the show where we explore how music is made by taking simple songs apart and then building them back up in different ways. And so far on the show, especially last season, I've asked guests to come in and work on a particular song. Last season, every guest did the New Year song, Old Lang Syne, primarily because it's a fairly well-known song used across cultures and across oceans to usher in the new year. And for this season, I wanted to open it up and find new songs for people to work on to keep it more interesting, to find something that the artist would resonate more with. And also because I didn't want to listen to that song anymore. So while I'm talking to potential guests on the show, I'm looking around for what's free domain, what is something that people want to work on, and then I spoke with our guest today. And after telling her about the project, she said, Hey, I have a song that I released two different versions of. Let's talk about that. And I thought, Yeah, let's talk about that. Ari Vox is a singer, songwriter in Washington, D.C., whose sound is transformed with the formation of her band of musicians, the Sad Lads. That's just the best name for a band, isn't it? And in 2021, she put out her EP, Letters to Myself, featuring a single, With Me, which is this introspective song that bounces between moods and tempo. Sounds a little like this. And then a year later, she submitted this song, to the NPR Tiny Desk Contest. Except the version she submitted sounds entirely different. In place of the guitar and piano, you have these thick layers of electronic drones over a pulsing beat and Ari layering vocal lines one on top of each other. In place of these driving, dancey grooves like in the original, you instead get this thick wall of sound that surrounds you that you could sit in for a real long time. Why remake a song after it's already been published? Why remake a song that you've shown the world already? I mean, it's not that uncommon. Plenty of artists have done it. Uh, the Police, Elton John, Grandmaster Flash. But there are also artists and educators who teach that once you present your art to the world, to let it stand and to move on to the next thing, which is how I was taught. So the idea of tearing down an old song and building it into something new is still new and interesting for me like why do it and Ari's answer well I'm not going to tell you right at the top right this is a strange arrangement okay hey uh, my name is Ari Vox, and I am DC-based. My main musical project right now is with my band, Ari Vox and the Sad Lads. I wrote this song a few years ago. Can't really remember when, probably 2019. And I wrote it to be a part of my first EP as a solo artist entitled Letters to Myself. So it was the last track on there and all of those songs were kind of 
self-reflective, um, just about nostalgia, about growing up, letting go, childhood trauma, just kind of very self-explorative. Um, so this particular song was kind of just about growing up and not being able to feel as happy anymore, um, not being able to take joy in the things that I used to take joy in um, in life. So yeah, but it's 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 kind of about, you know, sometimes that like childhood wonder feeling comes back to you very briefly. It's kind of a very fleeting emotion for me at least. So this song is about, you know, feeling depressed and then every every now and then that little girl, you know, that I used to be shines through even for a brief moment. So that's what this song is about. It's a, a difficult to talk about these things because um, I am not super well-versed in music theory. And sometimes I don't even know what like freaking chords I'm playing. I just kind of throw stuff together. Um, but I think the musical things that kind of tie into the narrative I'm telling would be definitely in the melodies that I use um, in both the vocal and um, some synth lines and stuff that I throw in there. Every song, I mean, every every song has a different writing process for me. Mostly it's all over the place. Um, but I would say most of the time, I definitely start with chorus first, either it being, you know, melody first. Lyrics never come first for me. Lyrics are definitely last and honestly not priority for me. I'm more about you know, the melody and the overall vibe and atmosphere of the tune and, you know, the kind of feelings behind it. But yeah, for this one, I definitely, I was just playing around with some chords, uh, those chorus chords. Yeah, B major to F sharp major. Um, we lowered the key for the the newer version. But um, yeah, just kind of like jazzy major sevens, um, the kind of dreamy feel of things so I was playing with those back and forth and just testing out a bunch of different melodies for it and um I just kind of picked them all <laughs> as you can hear on the track but I think they kind of they work well together with them so the kind of rhythm used in the um in the verses of the original recording of With Me I definitely had that idea to link all four of those songs on the EP. So all four of the songs actually have a similar sort of uh, tribal sounding, almost like heartbeat-esque uh, rhythm, which I think technically the song is still in four, but um, it has a weird feel sometimes <laughs> just because of where things hit. Um, but honestly, I, I kind of started using that rhythm because I wrote most of those songs on keys and that's, I'm not very good at keys and that's kind of the only rhythm I can like play <laughs> confidently <laughs> there. So um, that's that. But um, my amazing drummer, Marty Reisenberg, um, played drums on that track and all those songs um, and was able to really bring it to life. Um, and was really down. I forget what he described the rhythm as. It was like some sort of um, like Latin or like Afro-Cuban rhythm that he'd been familiar with that was pretty similar. So it just kind of came out of me. 
first half of the chorus that's very upbeat and then it kind of fizzles same chords but different rhythm it fills us back into that kind of um doom got 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 which is very like heartbeat um you know driving for me but it's kind of it opens up and gets pretty flowy and and dreamy um but i like the juxtaposition of those i couldn't decide between um either one so i guess use both <laughs> i love diminished chords i love a good crunch um i am i am a jazzy gal and i love um like complicated sounding chords <laughs> even though it may not actually be but um yeah i feel like the the diminished chord that i use in the original version of with me going from the in the pre-chorus part going from the verse into the chorus a kind of climbing diminished move um to kind of build up and lead into the resolve, the kind of relief, the breath of fresh air that is the chorus changes. Kind of works really well for the, the, the story I'm telling because even going back to the lyrical content of the song, the verses are kind of uh, lamenting about mm, not being able to be in touch with that happiness within or that younger self, that na naivety, um, that, you know, the ignorance is bliss, that kind of just like happy, dumb feeling. And, and that diminished kind of climb replicates that like an easy kind of clinging on for dear life feeling as if you're climbing like a mountain. And then once you reach the top, you get over the the edge that's what brings you into the chorus and kind of is a plateau of of peacefulness in a way the canons um i've been kind of obsessed with i still try to incorporate them in like every new song i've been writing um they're just kind of uh, layered repeating you know row 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 your boat-esque um things a canon happens when you play the same melody again but starting later like this, here's row, row, row your boat on two instruments. All right, now here's the same two instruments playing the same thing, but in canon. One's going to start later. So uh, you can hear that at the end of the um the original version of the song um that it, that just came out as layered vocal parts uh for the last chorus there's actually there's nine vocal tracks on that last uh chorus in the original recording with me with me with me just with me with me with me just with me with me with me with me I wanted to, you know, explore each one of those and give them, you know, more love and, and more of a spotlight in the newer version. So that's kind of one way I exchanged that. And now here is With Me by Ari Vox. I've been staring by my 
So after having written the song and recorded the song Mm -hmm. and then putting the song out there for the world to hear, why remake it? Um, well, one, I, I wouldn't use the term perfectionist, but I guess I'm just ever critical of myself and everything that I put out. So I'm always listening back and reevaluating even if I was happy with like the final project product of um with me on the EP my mind moves like 
a million miles an hour and I'm always like re recalculating redeveloping things in my head so that's just I often revamp my songs even if I don't you know release the the newer version of it or whatever so one that is a was a factor and two uh after meeting and forming my band the sad lives um I wanted to kind of go in a different direction with my overall sound I think I've, I've always been headed in this direction a kind of more synth based like new wave inspired dreamy uh, dream pop um sound um and there are elements of that in the original track but I really just wanted to take it all the way and now I had the tools the lads with um you know the gear to make it possible my mainly my bassist Ryan Beauchart and um my guitarist Jay Googie are super gearheads and the super analog synth guys so they were very excited when I had this idea to revamp it and I had the idea to revamp it for a while but just the opportunity that made it come full circle was entering the tiny desk concert um sorry Ghani desk contest last year um I know I wanted to do one of the songs on my EP I wanted to do one of the more um like lyrically emotional ones because it seemed like that's what the contest was kind of looking for kind of you know songs with meaning but yeah I saw an opportunity with with me um to really turn it around because there's a lot going on in the song and I wanted to strip it down simplify it and kind of let the emotion come through I think the new version is super vocal heavy vocally um vocals are the star um for sure um because i mean the other elements are super cool but we really have that very simple heartbeat drum beat still with the same um vibe of the original the kind of raw tribal energy but now everything's electronic but yes i felt that i needed to get I wanted to get all the lyrics out. Like, that's why I put the two verses right next to each other. I wanted the lyrics to be the focus um, at the forefront. Did you talk about uh, lowering the key and what what that did for the song in the new take? Yeah, I mean, one obvious reason lowering the key, uh, it's a pretty difficult song to sing for me. There's a lot of jumping around and jumping around in my like higher chest range um, which is difficult to sustain especially live so this number one it's gonna be easier for me to sing let's just bring this sucker down but (laughs) but then I also think it kind of added to like the the broody moodiness of of the song especially on the verses um where I get pretty low uh for me uh, i don't know I, I guess i like things lower and i'm i have a lower voice in general i think i would consider myself an alto yeah i think it just worked really well for the overall mood one thing i do in my songwriting a lot is have extra 
space between things. It's something that musicians I've worked with before I have commented on, not necessarily as a good thing or bad thing, but in a lot of my songs, I will have like an extra measure or two, at least between like a verse and a chorus or between a pre-chorus and a chorus. Maybe I do that because that's like what I need in real life, like my anxiety and stuff. Like <laughs> I need to like... I'm like, okay, I had to prepare myself before we go into the chorus. So I feel like I can kind of share that moment with my listener. But in this case, you know, I wanted to do a little chorus fake out. To maybe relate to the content a little bit, kind of like it's going to happen is not always going to happen. You know, I, I was looping in eight bar phrases. I wanted to make sure I got all of those nine vocal tracks, you know, from the original version in there. So they each had a chance to shine. Some variations on there. So I think I started off with the initial melody, the with me, with me, with me, child. With me, with me, with me, then looped the kind of counter harmony to it, um, the kind of descending vocal line with the same thing. And then two kind of two other parts that are sustained and and love to stay with me, oh stay, stay And also those those melodies to me kind of sound not necessarily tribal, but I've sang I was in various choirs for years and I've sang a lot of spirituals and I've sang yeah, like some African spirituals and especially as an alto, a lot of my vocal parts that I've done for those kinds of tunes are are like that. The do, 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 very rhythmic, but like, you know, sustained. So I wanted to incorporate that in there. So the two first melodies, the two tribal ones, and then just uh, the kind of ad-libbed falsetto lines on top. Like those were only four bars each because I wanted to, you know, long drawn out, long drawn out, long drawn out, long drawn out. Okay, now we're shortening again. Now we're shortening the phrase again. And then in the um, the live version, the Tiny Desk version, I then looped back to the original melody. So I feel like it's kind of, it was like a flowing timeline, like a, like a life, like a lifespan. Um, so I wanted to circle it back to the the start and then after all that is open air cut it all at once and then just bring it to that first melody alone and I think yeah I mean I think it's like circle of life dude man you know prologue epilogue bookends nice neat symmetry <laughs> and I guess I thought it very fitting to just kind of end the song basically a cappella with just that 
that soul line. Yeah, I had a lot of fun um, doing this version. And the the one that I the Tiny Desk Contest was a completely live version um, with the live looped vocals. And I'm, I'm really proud of how we got that done. Um, and now that the new version is the way that we now perform it live at shows. Um, it's kind of like a, a closing tune. And now here is With Me by Ari Vox and the Sad Lads.
maybe a song or at least for me is like never done it's never complete just like with the human experience like nobody's ever done or complete or like learned anything and achieved everything that they could have possibly done I feel like yeah songs are like little humans um they just they learn and they grow and they have minds of their own sometimes what do you say to those who under the philosophy of once you put it out there that's it like we that that is what i created and we we go on and we make a new thing and this is what i made in this moment in time and that's what it is yeah i mean i definitely feel that side as well i mean i i would say i feel that way more about like i, I think i i kind of believe I feel both sides because like I wouldn't go back and okay I think if you're gonna you release something it's a song you've put it out the instrumentation is what it is the arrangement is what it is if you're going to redo it then they completely flip it on its head I feel like like the first recording of with me I put it out it's out there I'm not gonna go do like a remastered version or like you know, go into that specific recording and like take out certain parts and replace them and whatever. I think like that will live on forever how it is. But then it's almost like the new version of it is like its own child, I would say. I would say it's, even though it is the same song, it's not the same song. It's a part, it's like a part of that song that that like is like a split like an alternate dimension of the song <laughs> I would say but no I mean I completely understand the the stance of like it's out there that's how it is let's move on because you know I'm also doing that I'm I'm been writing so often lately I'm working I'm actually working on an album to release next year um that is gonna be really cool but um but yeah I've and I've already I've already planned out the next actually like two albums so I'm like I have I'm always creating new stuff but I feel like maybe it helps me be more creative and to get better at writing or to just be more reflective and like knowledgeable of what I like what I don't like what I'm capable of if I can go back and revisit those things those songs that I've already released um even if I don't you know I revamp a whole version and I don't release it and it's just for me um it's kind of therapeutic in that way to revisit things it's like going to therapy and talking about your trauma or talking about you know the good things in the past I feel like it's a necessary like at least mental health practice for me but yeah I see it as like a, a whole new a new version and we can we can simultaneously love two versions of something, with just like, you know, with movies and remakes or or when different artists cover other artists' song in like a completely different genre or style. Um, yeah, so I mean, both versions can exist happily and healthily, I think. Special thanks to Ari Vox for sharing her music and her music-making process with us. Ari, if we want more, where do we go? Uh, so thanks again. Uh, my name is Ari Vox, and you can find me uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Ari.Vox. 
which is A-R-I dot V as in voluptuous O-X-X. Um, you can also go to ariavox.com and you can just search Ariavox on Google. I'm on all streaming platforms. Thanks. A Strange Arrangement was produced by me, Rob McCarthy. I edit and mix the show, and I wrote our theme music. Our artwork was done by Daniel Joel Newman, and you can find more of his work at danieljoelnewman.com. Special thanks to Elizabeth Stahl for notes and for that voice that you hear at the beginning of the show. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and check us out on Instagram at Strange Arrangement Podcast. And be sure to check out our website, asamusicpodcast.com, for sheet music, artist bios, and ways that you can get in touch with us. Next time, I'm going to try to talk about modes, which as a drummer should be really interesting. I'm going to go study up. I'll see you next time on A Strange Arrangement.